Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. And a confused bean, that's me, Basil. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Ace Week. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Mm-hmm. Mariachi band. You, you've done that so many times. I know. I'm very sorry. Boo. Boo. It happens every time. Every, every time we have a guest on, we're just so embarrassed by that segment. It's we're so, moving so on. upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Never should have started it. Should end it. Will I? Probably uh, not. No. Anyway. Okay. Let's just dive in this week, Kayla. Do we have any do we have any quick housekeeping before we go in? All things going well. You should have heard an ad at the beginning of this yes. episode for something exciting. So that is the housekeeping. This house has been kept. All right. Kayla, what are we talking about this week? Have I already asked you that? <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay. This week. <laughs> for the first time. This week, uh, we're talking about Ace Week because if you're listening to this the day it comes out, it is the first day of Ace Week. Woo. This Sunday, the 24th. I think right. that's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Basil with us, who is an organizer for Ace Week, uh, and is just going to be talking with us about the week of aces welcome yes welcome basil lovely to be here studio clap yes a little golf clap um a little golf clap (laughs) uh so basil do you want to start by introducing yourself to the kids at home who uh might not know who you are or where you come from i would love to hi kids at home uh thanks for (laughs) tuning in uh my name is basil langevin um, I am calling in today from unceded Hassanich and Lequinan territories, uh, also known as Victoria, BC in Canada. Um, I am at this point a longtime activist in the ACE uh, advocacy movement. I first got my start in about 2013, which is like only eight years ago, but in our community, that's like ages. It's a, it's um, a lifetime. Yeah. It is, it is a lifetime. Um, I, my formal title is the executive director of a nonprofit called Asexual Outreach. Um, we are an international organization that works to support local community organizing uh, and works to build up a more large-scale, more connected movement. Um, so hopefully we can all change some lives together and make the world a bit of a better place. Um, in 2019, our organization was uh, entrusted with running Ace Week, and so now I do that as well. I use they, them pronouns, and I don't know what else to tell you, but I'm here. Yay. I think you might be our first Canadian guest. I'm trying to really? think. I think so. Huh. Yeah. I can't, can't think right. of anyone else that would be. I think so. Interesting. Usually okay. the Canadians are overrepresented in American media. So happy for it to be the other way for once. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're both from Michigan originally. So like mm-hmm. I, I grew right up, there. Co- so I close. grew up closer to Canada than to any other U.S. state. So like, you know, I, yeah. I, I feel like I understand you guys. <laughs> sure, sure. We are I mean, yeah. I don't know that I understand Canadians myself, but we'll try. <laughs> we'll do our best. 
I, I feel like I, I, I can pretend to understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, I'm going to let you take the reins on this on this one. Okay, here I go. So yeah, obviously it's Ace Week. Ace Week happens uh, every year in October from what? The 24th to the 30th? Is That's that one correct. full week? Absolutely. Yes. Um, Trivia. C- clarification. It is the last full week of October. So this year is the 24th to the 30th. Yes. It's yeah. during spooky times. So yeah, I just wanted to start off just by if anyone doesn't know like what ace week is in general mm-hmm. um just like a quick overview of like what is it and what are we supposed to be doing this week yeah so ace week was founded as asexual awareness week in 2010 um it was originally a campaign to raise awareness of asexuality because back in 2010 there wasn't a whole lot going on in the mainstream around asexuality it has morphed and evolved over time um we recently changed the name to Ace Week as a representation and, a, and an understanding that we kind of need a little bit more than just awareness. A lot of people know about asexuality, but it doesn't mean that they treat us well. Um, and so it's now known as Ace Week. Uh, as mentioned, it's the last full week of October every year. And it is really one of the most important and prominent events that happens in the Ace community every year. Um, if there's one thing that you'll hear about in our community, it's often Ace Week. Um, I like to describe it as a way for our community to come together and celebrate our achievements, to push for change, uh, and to make a difference. And so it really is a time to celebrate everything that's come before us and everything that we are collectively um, working on, and to think about how can we continue driving and propelling this movement forward. Yeah, I really like the idea, too, of like looking back on what we've done, especially as the community gets older and older. I think it'll be cool to like look back on history um, as we like gain more elders in the community and people that have been like in the game longer. Because, yeah, right now it's like if you're in it for 10 years, that's a long time. But eventually it'll be much longer than that. So it'll be cool and we can do that one day. So I know you mentioned it started in 2010. Um, So can you... I guess give like a little, I guess if we can look back like 10 years, a little like history of kind of, I know you mentioned it's changed. So mm-hmm. um, kind of like how it started, how it was founded and I guess how we got here. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, it was started in 2010, now 11 years ago. Um, the first ACE week was primarily an internet um, social media campaign. Uh, it was founded by um, a fabulous activist by the name of Sarah Beth Brooks. Um, and in 2010, it was actually hosted in September, the only time in our history when it was not October. Um, and so the real goal of Ace Week at the time was to encourage larger and more prominent LGBT organizations to include asexuality in their programs, in their services, train their staff, because at the time, um, there were still LGBT organizations that didn't really want us in pride, um, that didn't think that we should be in their spaces and, and taking up space. Still a little bit the case today, but we've come such a long way since then. Um, 2011 was the first year that Ace Week was organized in October. Originally, those dates were chosen so that students uh, on campus could organize their events. Of course, this was a week that was originated in the United States where the fall semester typically starts in August or September. Um, And so this 
doesn't necessarily apply to the rest of the world, unfortunately. America-centric, as as yes. we always are. <laughs> yes. Um, but in 2011, um, Sarah Beth Brooks assembled a team of about 20 folks uh, who came together to organize and coordinate the first um, really um, coordinated and mainstream Ace Week. Um, in 2011, there was a lot of great things that came out. Um, this was the first time that there was actual in-person events uh, for Ace Week. And similarly, about 2009 was the first year that people from the community started to meet up locally. Um, so all happening around the same time, not that old or not that far back. Also in 2011, they kicked off the first um, Ace survey, uh, which would eventually morph into the asexual community survey that we know today. And yeah, it was it was quite successful. In 2012, um, this is actually the other year where Ace Week was not in October because Ace Week didn't have dates in 2012. Um, they tried this experiment where they say, okay, everyone, because uh, October is so America-centric in its, in its school term, everyone organize your own Ace Week whenever it makes sense for you. And then if... <laughs> Um, predictably. Oh, it's a nice thought, though. Oh, it's a great thought. Um, and so after that, um, it's pretty much been the last full week in October moving forward. One year, it dipped into November 1st, and we cut it off. That's not happening anymore. Um, <laughs> no November uh, for the aces. <laughs> indeed. What ended up happening in the early 2010s is the organizing committee, due to a lack of... Um, time and and resources, which is fairly common in our community. Um, the organizing committee was less able to um, really be a leader in um, planning Ace Week. And so over the mid-2010s, it really morphed into a community-driven event um, where folks on Tumblr would start fandom challenges. Uh, folks on different social media platforms would create their own Ace Week, um, build something of it themselves. And so we've really tried to retain that feeling up until this day of this is a community event. It's driven by the community. We as the leaders of Ace, Ace Week, my organization, we're not really setting the direction and telling people what to do. We're giving people a platform to build off of. Um, in 2019, Ace Week was officially handed over to us at, in the desire of wanting an organization with a little bit more resources, um, a little bit more sustainability to take it over. And that was two years ago and and we are coming up on our 11th anniversary this year and growing and building and evolving and doing amazing things ever since it ace week is a preteen i mean yes yeah, getting well. moody yeah pretty soon it's gonna have its its bar slash bot slash gender n- neutral mitzvah mm-hmm. well that's just assuming it's jewish <laughs> How do you, are you assuming s- that it's not Jewish, Kayla? <laughs> I just think it's quite an assumption for you to make. I feel like Ace Week should be able to choose for itself. That's all. Okay. I, 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 w- I would say Ace Week ascribes to no official religion um, formally, but we certainly <laughs> are welcoming of all world religions. <laughs> Seems like the best answer. Now you're making Basil give a, give a serious... <laughs> statement yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean it professional Um, statement from the yeah oh my god yes the pr statement i do really (laughs) like though that it was like a conscious choice to make it community driven though because Mm -hmm. i never thought about that having to be a conscious thing Mm because for as long as i've been 
interacting with the community at least it has felt very much that way of just kind of like we're all going to celebrate ace week together and everyone's kind of doing their individual thing and might you know obviously get together or um like many people doing things together to celebrate but i never thought about that being something conscious Mm. and i mean i'm very glad it is because to have just like one organization controlling the whole thing, I think wouldn't be as impactful as people having more autonomy in what they're doing to celebrate. For sure. And originally, I don't know that it necessarily was a conscious decision. I think people just ran out of spoons and like, it just wasn't the, the ability to organize things, which happens. Um, and fortunately, the community really took things on from there. It was really interesting seeing in um, mid-2019, shortly after Ace Week was handed over to us, there's some posts on like Tumblr saying, oh, do we need to take over Ace Week? I don't know that anything's happening with it. Uh, like, oh, no, just wait, just wait, we're coming. No, um, I swear we have it. <laughs> but certainly we did have many discussions in our board and our team about what does Ace Week look like um, and how do we respect the tradition of it being led by the community? And so for us, we don't really host a ton of events or workshops or anything like that. But what we do is we promote other people's work. Um, and if you visit the Ace Week website, you'll see that list of events, the different articles and resources and everything there. I think that's really representative as well of just the the community and the type of community that we want to foster of being like, okay, this is like... this is in your hands and we just want to boost whatever cool stuff you're doing um and i i think you know it it kind of falls into the like we're not trying to prescribe how you celebrate ace week in the same way that we're not trying to prescribe like how you experience attraction or live your life like it's all just very much like do what you want we'll support you and i feel like that's Mm -hmm. so that's so ace of us (laughs) yeah yeah for sure there there is a little bit of a role that we play in sort of setting the stage for ace week each year so Mm -hmm. we do have our our yearly theme um last year celebrating the 10th anniversary was the history of ace week or just history in general because it was also the 20th anniversary of avon and the 10th anniversary of the ace flag for some reason that that um decade (laughs) marker that's also also like all in even years too yeah it's very strange it's kind of creepy this year the theme is beyond awareness and of course people are free to uh, explore that how they'd like Um, we're really focusing on working toward advocacy efforts that make meaningful change in people's lives Um, so a lot of that is around like what policy needs to be advocated for Um, how do we need to work within like political systems to uh, ensure that people can get like um, equal benefits even if they're single and not married or how can we work to make sure that people aren't discriminated in housing or you know so there's a lot of things that haven't been focused on at all in the movement that we're certainly wanting to bring more attention to but the other really big part of it for me is usually when we just focus at, on awareness as a community we end up reproducing the same structures of power that show up throughout our society so when you look at ace awareness efforts overwhelmingly you're going to see white folks leading it. You're going to see non-disabled folks leading it or people who might be disabled but aren't openly so because there's a lot of um, criticism that comes up when you're openly disabled. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately so, Um, speaking as an openly disabled person myself. Um, And so really we're wanting to foster um, 
a little bit more of an intersection analysis as to like how can we work to challenge dominant systems of um, racism, sexism, uh, ableism, what have you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's excellent. <laughs> yes. But I think, like you said, that hasn't been a huge focus of the community. I don't think kind of like those hardcore changes of things like policy and stuff, because obviously those are very hard things to achieve that take a lot of work by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like our community is so young, at least in terms of like how much we are organizing together. Um, in terms of like coalition building and stuff like that. And I do think, I'm glad that that's your theme because I feel like the community is just starting to get old enough where like Mm -hmm. these are things like we have enough footing, you know, we have just enough traction, probably not enough resources because, you know, people still like to not pay attention to us. But yeah, you know, it's a good time to start actually making those moves. And I know like people... Um, like Marshall, the gentle giant ace has like gotten ace week recognized in Pennsylvania for two years in a row. And there was a big push. I know um, for people bringing those um, petitions, I guess, to states to get it recognized. And it's just like proclamations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy words. Just stuff like that is just such a good place to start. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen um, in the last couple of years, a number of states have proclaimed Ace Week. It's a super simple process. You literally go and fill out a form like eight weeks before Ace Week saying, this is what Ace Week is. Here's our sample wording. And then like most governors will just approve it. They don't even read Like the governor themselves don't read it. They just put their name yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, the, the resource issue is so key. Um, I, I'm thinking about the Equality Act. There's been a big push mm-hmm. to include asexuality, amongst other things, panromanticism, aromanticism, or sorry, pansexuality in the Equality Act, because right now, the Equality Act in America, uh, this is US federal legislation, it defines sexual ori- or sexual orientation as heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, um, I think that's it. But um, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't talk about sexual orientation as um, like the kind of vague, like who you're sexually attracted to. It talks about it as like, here is our specific set of approved identities that you cannot <laughs> legally discriminate against. And of course, the people pushing this through and advocating for this, all of the LGBT organizations that are doing this work all have paid staff who live in Washington and go and talk to their lawmakers. And we don't have that as a community. Um, we rely so much more on grassroots efforts. And certainly we're able to do amazing things through that. Um, but it definitely is a challenge that hopefully will as we continue to grow as a movement, um, hopefully we can start to address some more of those things with the greater resources that come with that growth. Yeah, and I think, you know, it all goes hand in hand with like this, with this year's theme being about kind of like pushing that sort of growth. And also with, you know, Ace Week moving on from being an awareness thing to more of a, Mm -hmm. you know, a, a celebratory thing. Like it's all, it's all, it all goes hand in hand with the growth of the community. So I think it's, it's it's a well-organized little little baby machine. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also important to recognize that, like, we're talking about really big aspirational things, but there's also really, mm-hmm. like, small-scale things that people can do. So, like, one of the big issues that comes up, especially when people don't have um, long-term partners, is um, a lack of care, a lack of a support system, a lack of um, financial resources. Just because if you live by yourself... And you don't have our our society is structured such that you're meant to have a single person who looks after you and who you look after. It's built for and around couples. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
But that's not to say that local communities can't build up those support networks and sort of mutual aid um, types of arrangements themselves. And that's, that's going to be a far more uh, accessible and far more accomplishable project than reorienting the entire uh, name your country here is the legal <laughs> system. Um, so <laughs> yeah. there, there definitely is work that can be done. Um, and certainly when we're looking at these intersections of disability or race or other um, marginalized or erased identities within our community, um, I've seen so many amazing coalitions of, of people with shared identities and experiences coming together and advocating and sharing those voices. And I think it's up to folks like us at ACE Week, but also the other larger organizations in our movement to really prioritize uh, boosting those voices specifically, because the mm-hmm. prominent and privileged voices are already going to rise to the surface. It's so important that we're really focusing on um, sharing resources of folks who traditionally haven't been in the spotlight. And that doesn't just have to come from Ace Week. I mean, if you have a Twitter, you can retweet people. Yeah. Yeah. I've really appreciated seeing more. I think either I'm paying attention to it more or it is actually happening more. Either way, good, I guess. Although I hope it's happening more. But I've seen more talk specifically about um, like aces of color and disabled aces within, I feel like within the past months, I've been noticing it a lot more. Um, And I've seen people pushing for like a disabled ace day, um, which is really cool. And I do think because I mean, we're sitting here. We are like me and Sarah are two white cisgender, you know, ace-spec people who if you look at like the big people you see on Twitter, I think that's kind of describes most of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I do think like Ace Week is an especially good time to do something as small as like retweeting people who are more marginalized or more erased or just making a conscious effort to pay more attention to it of, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just going to spend like an hour of Ace Week, like researching this topic, seeing what people have written about it or said about it, like finding people to follow. Because for me, I think the more I've started thinking about it, the more I've started noticing things. And I think that's like the easiest way to start. Obviously, there's a lot more work to be done after that, sure. but... Yeah, and and that's ju- a, a really easy challenge to, like, our white listeners who may be A-spec, may not be A-spec, or just, like, those of our listeners who, like, do have a lot of the privilege where, like, people will listen to you. It's like, hey, take this time to just, like, read up on what, you know, black aces are doing, what indigenous aces are doing, what indigenous black and disabled aces are you know and i think like that's a it's it's a really easy thing for for us to do this week is to just be like hey let's take some time to like think about this and read what these people are saying and listen to their voices because i don't know i i sometimes can feel overwhelmed by like oh it's 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 the it's ace week like it's it's our week (laughs) you know what what am i gonna do what and it doesn't always have to be like a a big thing like it doesn't always have to be like a I'm rolling up to the White House to 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 talk to Biden you know <laughs> like it, right. it it can just be about educating yourself and you know retweeting some stuff and and making more people aware of of whatever it is that more marginalized people find important in the community yeah for sure and the and the challenge is that if you're not already a part of that community or you're not exposed to it it can be really difficult to do that learning work 
Um, so I'll just take a second to share some folks I think you should follow if you're listening to us. Um, the first thing I'll note is this year for Ace Week, we're trying an experiment where we're having members of our community do Twitter takeovers every day of the week so that we can start to platform some folks who um, are talking about different things in our community. And so if you just follow us on Twitter, you're going to see a lot of these folks and be able to uh, look into their work. Um, but I mean, speaking specifically about Black Aces, um, if you look at obviously Yasmin Benoit, um, a fabulous activist in her own right. Um, uh, the gentle giant ace, Marshall Blount. Uh, the asexual goddess is fabulous as well. Uh, Sharonda J. Brown has a ton of fantastic writing about blackness and asexuality. Um, if we're looking at disability, there's a growing uh, collective of disabled aces who are um, really making waves, which is fabulous. Um, three that I know of off the top of my head are Liam O'Dell, Charlie Clement, um, and Jasper. Uh, the Twitter handle is queer can't hear. Um, again, folks that are going to be taking over Ace Week's Twitter, so you'll get, get to see some of these folks. Um, and more and more, um, we'll be working to find folks and support folks who are doing that work. Um, and, and important to say that this isn't just me kind of sitting here in a privileged position, a privilege trying to like be a white savior and lift folks up. It's to say that a lot of these folks are on our team. Like when we're doing this work, it's so important to recognize that we're not doing this for other people. We're doing this for ourselves because we share these identities. Um, I mean, some of the folks I've mentioned are on our board, on our team, um, which is which is fantastic. And and there's more work to do. I, I definitely recognize. And they're a part of our community. Like just at the end of the day, like they're they're mm. they're a part of our our little community. So let's let's make it better for all of us, not just. Not just yourself, I say. I don't know who I'm. I don't know. I don't know who I'm adding right who now. You're but I'm adding. At. I'm yelling at someone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, by no means are Sarah and I saying either that like we have figured it out and we are fully educated and now it's time for you to educate yourselves. Like no. Sarah and I are very much so learning and unlearning a lot of things. I think especially me coming from like the world's smallest and most conservative town in history. I don't um, know if it's the world's smallest and most conservative not the world's, town in history. But probably not. Like um, that, would, that would be a high bar to set. Yeah. That would be impressive, to be honest. Um, I think there's also value in contending with... Sorry, I'm just going to keep talking because you're... you're, you're no, please pausing, do. And I'm going to jump in. I think there's value in contending with the fact that the would. ACE community itself um, replicates the dominant structures of society and also works to reinforce them. I'll try to say that in more accessible language. Um, the ACE community came together in the early 2000s on internet forums. I'll take a second and think who actually had access to a stable internet connection and a computer in the early 2000s. Mostly upper middle class white Americans. Mm -hmm. And so from our very roots, that's who had access to that community. And by building that space, they were building a space that was predominantly white and didn't have critical discourse around race and racism. And so for folks who are coming to that community um, and seeing, oh, look at all these white people, you know, it's 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 a self-reinforcing cycle, um, which the whole community is going to have to work really hard to to break out of. If we think about sexuality as well as as a concept, um, sexual orientations are only about two hundred years old, and they are an idea that was imposed upon indigenous peoples the world over. Um, so, asexuality in taking up the frame of sexual orientation is going directly against 
um, many indigenous um, communities and peoples in Turtle Island who conceptualize sexuality in very, very different ways traditionally. Um, similar themes are going to be playing out in India and Africa and around the world is that sexual orientation is a Western colonialist and imperialist construct. It's something that the British and Americans brought to the world and forced upon the world. It wasn't a gift. It was a, you are not respecting our ways of being. You need to do this. Otherwise we will kill you. And then, and of course they are killing, killing them anyway. Yeah. And so it's so important to think critically about like, where do these constructs come from and what are we reinforcing? Um, when we think about this, I'm, gonna, I'm just rambling. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take one more second um, to bring in disability as well, um, because Go for it. before asexuality was a sexual orientation, asexuality was a stereotype that was used to portray disabled people as less than human. Um, and that goes back decades. It goes back to Nazi Germany, where they literally euthanized disabled people because they felt they couldn't just contribute to society. Um, and of course, um, eugenics programs, which sought to sterilize disabled people were in most Western countries. I mean, America, there's thousands of people who have been sexually sterilized, Canada as well, the UK, Japan, it goes on and on and on. Um, but the idea was, we don't want certain people in our society to have children and make more of themselves. And so we're going to prevent them from doing that. And so asexuality was both a violent force of let's remove this certain population from our society, but it was also a stereotype that was portrayed upon disabled people, again, to discourage them from having children. I mean, if we think about in the United States, if you're on disability benefits, you can't get married. And if you can't get married, having children is a lot more difficult. Um, and so these same structures play into our very modern, ongoing context. Um, and so, so many folks in the disabled community have traditionally tried to fight back against like, why are you perceiving us all and portraying us all as non-sexual? Why aren't our disabled kids allowed in sex ed classrooms? Because that's typically what happens um, in, in most of our schools. And so there's been sort of this ongoing context of disabled communities and disabled people pushing back against the desexualization that they face. Meanwhile, at the same time, when asexuality pops up in the early 2000s, the first question that so many of us are asked is, oh, are you, are you asexual because there's something wrong with your brain? Are you asexual because you're autistic? Are you asexual because you're disabled? And so naturally, people who aren't working through an, an anti-ableist lens responded to that by saying, no, asexuality has nothing to do with disability. And now there's a movement that's coming along and saying, well, hey, we're here, we're both disabled and asexual. You can't just like eliminate and erase this major section of our community. I mean, I'm autistic. And for me, my autism and my sexuality aren't cleanly separable. Um, I don't know that there's influence there. Maybe there is. Um, but if we look at ACE community surveys, at least one in six asexual people are autistic. Um, and so we're a huge part of the community and we need to be welcomed and embraced. Um, but for so long, we've been shunned and set aside. And that for me is what beyond awareness is, is bringing in those folks who have been traditionally let, uh, left out of the movement and put front and center because those people have the best ideas. They know how to fix these structures because they're the most marginalized by them. Sorry, that was my little... No, that is <laughs> that was like... I love your little soapbox. <laughs> that was the best soapbox I've ever heard. But I think okay, you're right. These people who... These people have been fighting these structures their whole lives, not necessarily because they want to, but because they are already marginalized. So obviously these people are going to have 
the best idea of how to fight it because they have historically been fighting it for so much longer than, you know, someone like me or Sarah, who until we realized we had a marginalized, you know, we had to realize we had a marginalized identity later in life. Right. Um, so it's yeah, just so much when different. you think of it, when people ask those questions like, oh, have you gotten your hormones checked? Oh, are you, whatever, <laughs> is there something wrong with your amygdala? Um, as was the case in that episode of House. Um, <laughs> what they're asking is, are you disabled? And if you're disabled, we have an excuse not to care about your identity because we view disabled people as lesser. So the response to that as community shouldn't be, no, we're not disabled. That's the wrong response. The response should be, disabled people are human and deserve equal rights and representation. And if we can work toward a society where disabled people are just as valued as non-disabled people, that's also going to be a society where people don't look at asexuality and see brokenness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It's, we we want to live in a situ in a in a in a world where if someone's like oh are you disabled you can be like yeah and <laughs> but what what's your point <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and I, I I think I I'm 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 so glad that our community as as an aspec community is taking steps to you know try and try and change itself so that you know we don't uphold the harmful structures and i'm glad that you know there are groups uh such as yours who are who are trying to 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 make it a little bit more official that we're fighting against these <laughs> these uh right. I, I guess status quo as as it were yeah yeah and i think what really struck me is what you said in the beginning of because our community is so online that immediately takes so many people out of the community because I feel like the way I've thought about it and probably a lot of people have thought about it is like oh it's online that means it's accessible to so many more people because you could be anywhere in the world like you don't have to find other ace people in person because it's so hard to find other ace people in person but I'd never stopped to think about okay well for a lot of people that makes it even less accessible because they Mm -hmm. cannot get to the internet especially like in 2000 when Avon was first started um and there's a lot of different there's a lot of different reasons for that too like whether it's like you live in an impoverished area that like you don't have access to broadband or if if it's like you live in a country that like has banned these social media outlets like there's there's a there's a lot of ways that people can be disconnected from that online community or not connected at all to begin with and i i that is something to to think about that i guess i hadn't really thought before we're learning soma we're learning i know you mentioned earlier kind of you know obviously educating yourself retweeting people as an easy way to celebrate ace week um but i was wondering if you had any other i guess like tips or like do's and don'ts for celebrating ace weeks hot tips (laughs) hot tips um because in the past for past ace weeks i feel like we've had people say to us like oh i'm not out so i can't do anything for ace week or like i'm just like a high schooler what am i supposed to do like i have no money or like you know i don't have time um and i I don't know. For me, I really want to encourage people that like it's not about all of that all the time. Like it's about doing what you are able to do. So I was wondering if you had any hot tips for what people can do. <laughs> sure. I don't know how hot these tips are, but I'll give you some. Um, okay. I think the 
there's definitely this ongoing narrative in the queer community more broadly that the best way to be an activist is to come out. If you think back to the days of the 80s and 90s, uh, the time of Harvey Milk and other activists like that, um, within the communities, they would literally pressure their members to phone up their parents and say, Mom, Dad, I'm gay, as a way to get those people to support marriage equality, which is like an incredibly, can be an incredibly traumatic and violent um, method. And so, but this, this theme still carries through to today. We have coming out day. It's, a, it's widely celebrated. Um, and so the first thing I want to say is you do not have to be out to matter. You do not have to be out to be an activist. Um, being asexual means living in a world that wasn't built for you. And so just finding ways to be yourself and embrace your identity, that in and of itself is a form of activism. I know this is harder said than done, especially when things like imposter syndrome come up and we constantly question, am I really asexual? Who could ever know? Um, there is no, <laughs> there is no DNA or blood <laughs> test for that, fortunately. So embracing your identity in whatever way is meaningful to you, whether that means like doing some artwork, maybe like painting a subtle ace flag that nobody in your family is going to recognize, but you put it up on your wall and like, oh, I'm so excited about this. Look at my... You know, I'm like out in a sneaky way. Um, maybe that means connecting with your community, whether that's connecting with folks on Tumblr, or joining a Discord server. Um, maybe that's going to the Ace Week website, aceweek.org, um, where we have a list of every event that's happening online in the community. Um, and you can find out, okay, well, it's Monday, it's 3 p.m. my time. What's going on? And join in. Um, there's so many ways that you can connect with the community. Um, and I think that connection is so important, um, even more important than saying, I'm asexual. Um, because when you put out those public sp- statements on like Facebook or Twitter, often the response is going to be a lot of like education work that you'll have to be doing. You might have come across some misconceptions and stereotypes. Um, and that can be valuable for sure. But just like being in community and like being with other people and sharing your experience and supporting each other, in my mind, that's the more valuable um, approach which is not to say that certain approaches have more value than others perhaps no but i think like that's so true especially because it is so hard to find other ace people in your life i feel like like Mm -hmm. for me like me knowing sarah in real life like i know well several like i know several ace people in real life that i met just by chance who happened to be ace and i think that's incredibly rare Like, I feel like we hear from so many people who are like, I've never gotten to talk to another ace person ever. Mm -hmm. And so I do think, like, even just doing that of reaching out to people in online or in person, whatever you can do, and, like, building those connections and, like, being able to talk about that stuff is really meaningful to a lot of people, especially, I think, people who are, like, questioning or just coming into their identities. Like, I just, I also think I... I think I said this last year, but I will say it again and I will continue to say it, is that, you know, your celebration of Ace Week can just be, like, a little bit of self-care. Like, whatever that means to you. Like, you don't have to be out. You don't have to do anything, you know, really extreme. Like, like celebrating Ace Week can be just about, like celebrating yourself and doing something nice for yourself and maybe doing something nice for you know other queer folks around you like it doesn't have to be a big event 
And so you know what? If your celebration of Ace Week is, I'm going to take a nap today, then you know what? Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I could use one of those. Um, <laughs> as, a, as a seasoned Ace activist, I will say, the thing that keeps me going, the thing that makes me successful in, the, in this work is not my confidence. It's not my knowledge. It's not my ambition or my drive. It's the people that support me. It's the time I set aside for myself to like make sure that I'm doing okay. Make sure that I'm I'm keeping up with my basic self care. Doesn't always work so well for me, but I try. Um, <laughs> you know, it is that self care. It is that connection with community. It is those relationships that sustain us. And if you're just going out into the world and trying to be an activist and putting a hundred and ten percent into your activism but aren't taking care of yourself at all not focusing any effort on making sure that you're personally sustaining yourself what will often happen is you'll have this big flash bang of like wow i've done so many amazing things and then like six months later or like two years later or like seven years later you're like oh geez i can't do this anymore um, so really those relationships and those connections are so, so important. I'm one of the, hearing your, your story of knowing a few ace people in person, I am one of the few ace people who has met hundreds of us in person. I know that is an immense privilege and joy that I get to um, Brag. have in this work, <laughs> but it's really those community connections that sustain us. And it could even just be one person that are so important. Yeah. You're welcome, Kayla, for being in your life. Yeah, Congratulations, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> I do like I do really take that to heart though because I feel like even for us, like every ace week, it's a stressful thing of like, oh god, like we have to do something good for this week because like everyone else is going to be doing something, which is like not good pressure to put on ourselves just like no. from a health standard. No, um true. so but I like it makes me understand why anyone would feel that pressure of like to be a good ace person or like good activist or something like I have to do something big or like I have to be out or you know I have to do something monumental and obviously if you have the resources to help with something big like policy change or any of these things we're talking about obviously that's awesome but it starts with small stuff I have a gift for our audience I'm going to give this to you right now I just thought of this okay so if you feel pressured to be a good activist this is for you too as well Okay, if you feel pressured to be a good activist in Ace Week, if you feel like the movement needs more work, if you feel like like, things are not going to happen, if you don't put in all of that effort, here's my offer, okay? You take care of yourself, give me the stress. Give me the pressure. I do have to put in 110%. I do have to face all of this enormous pressure. Um, I can assure you that November, my schedule is clean. I am in recovery mode. But, like, give your stress and pressure to me. I will take it. I will embrace it. I will suffer through it. Um, And that is my gift to you. Take some time to care for yourself. Don't feel like you need to personally make all the change in the world. And then do not try and contact Basil the entire month of November. They are sleeping. (laughs) Let Basil hibernate in November. Yes, yes, thank you. That is very sweet, though. And I'm sure, like, you managing and, like, putting together Ace Week know this better. Like, how dare, uh, yeah. How dare me think I'm stressed? You're obviously (laughs) doing a lot more organizing Ace Week, so. Yeah, my poor partner last night, I just was like not speaking i'm like i'm sorry we've been learning sign language it's very useful for those moments where i'm like no it's too much my voice is not going to work right now 
Um, <laughs> my poor partner looks after me. Very kind. I mean, I mean, they're also stressed. They're also helping me this week. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's a it's a, it's a group effort. I, I, it's a group effort. It's a group effort. Kayla, do you have anything else that we want to hit on in detail before we start? I don't know what this is. What is this? Sarah did some I, waves with her hands. People, this is an audio medium. This is not. I don't know. <laughs> wrapping up. Uh, I don't think I have any other questions. I just really appreciate. I feel like you said so many like profound things that like I really need to think about, and I'm like making notes of it. Like Sarah and I are writing a book right now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a good point. I should like reread some of the stuff we wrote and make sure that like it is okay and like matching with a lot of the stuff you're saying because I think what you're saying is very important. So. I'm glad and you I, came on. I, I want to say that the things that I'm saying are largely not original. Um, I, I've had the privilege to learn and to continue to learn from so many people in our community and beyond, learning about anti-racism, learning about ableism. Um, I, I try to learn every day, and I think it's super important. I mean, don't pressure yourself to learn every day. That can be a lot of work. Um, <laughs> but just like working to deconstruct the things that we've been taught in our childhood that just (laughs) are so problematic um working and and realizing that we don't know everything um i mean i i continue to try to be humble because i know that i have so much to learn i'm sure everyone who is listening to this uh, episode could tell me something and i would learn from it um so yeah that's just an encouragement to like there are people who are creating these resources and creating this knowledge that you can you too can um, learn from and absorb. And so that work is super important, especially if you're writing a book. My God, <laughs> that's pressure. Good luck. Thanks for Ugh, reminding yeah. me that we're writing a book, Kayla. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. So much book writing to do. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a, nice, a nice place to leave it. I mean, Basil, is there anything else that you want to add? before we before we head out that you feel like you haven't been able to say the answer can be no Um, the answer can be no fabulous (laughs) um no i i mean my last thing is just like enjoy ace week everyone um this is i think gonna be the best ace week so far i'm really excited about it um and yeah enjoy have fun with it hell hell yeah kayla what's our poll for this week should it just be what are you doing for ace week yeah, I think that's a good one. And a reminder that if your answer is nothing, then that's also a very good answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, your answer can't be nothing because if you're surviving, you're at least week, like you're doing something. You're doing something. Mm-hmm. So, personally, for Ace Week, I'm gonna eat a cookie. I'll probably do some other things too, but I'll also eat a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Self care, guys. <laughs> Kayla, what is your beef and your juice this week? Um, my beef is capitalism. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I know this is big. I just feel like we would all benefit from never having to work. Ever? Mm-hmm. Um, or doing a lot to disrupt the way that we view work as a society because we would have to think work it's like we would go hungry yes. if we <laughs> i just think it's funny how we're in the apocalypse and i'm still working a nine to five that's all that's my beef 
<laughs> just okay. keeping uh, things existential today. Um, yeah, okay. sorry, everyone. Okay. My <laughs> my juice is um, my sister's bachelorette party was last weekend, so I got to go home and hang out with her, which I don't get to do very often. And it was also a very just weird experience because I haven't been around that many like straight people in a long time. Um, sounds dreadful, honestly. and. <laughs> It was, well, it was just interesting because, like, two episodes ago, we talked about, like, the weird social pressure of, like, having, like, people talking about sex and relationships all the time. Mm. And I hadn't experienced that pressure in a long time. And then I was with a bunch of, like, aloe straight people who are all, like, getting married and having kids. So it was just, like, a very bizarre, it was just very dissonant. But anyway, it, in general, was a very good time. And I got to see my sister and have fun. So, hell yeah. my juice. My... Nice. My beef is illness. Um, yes, Sarah's been ill. I've been sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, well, my beef was going to be that I had to go back into the office, but now I can't because I'm ill. Because <laughs> you're <laughs> ill? Sarah's literally been ill for, what, two weeks now? I hate it. I hate it You so were bad. ill before we went to New York. Yeah. And now you're mm-hmm. still ill. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Not COVID. That's the only thing we know for sure. <laughs> it's not COVID. <laughs> Um, my juice is come on now you can do it (laughs) my my shuki stamp that my roommate got me for my birthday Mm. and sometimes when i feel when i feel sad i just stamp it for example i got this mail from joe biden uh in for informing me that he's giving me money and I was like, wow, that's Why am nice. I not getting money? Wait, what the fuck? Um, and so I stamped my little shooky on it. <laughs> what money are you getting from Joe? And why I am I not know. getting it? Well, because I was like, why am I getting mail from the IRS? Like, what is this? And then is I opened scam? it. And it I feel like you're being it was, scammed. A key part of the American Rescue Plan is direct payments of $1,400 per person for most American households. Are we getting um, another stimmy? I don't know. I think you're being scammed. I'm pleased to inform you that a direct... No, it says a direct pay... It doesn't matter. This is not relevant to the podcast. <laughs> Sarah, this is the segment of the show where Sarah reads us her federal mail. <laughs> um, anyway, yes. Uh, Basil, what is your beef and your juice this week? Wow. Um, holy. I, you folks said this is not usually heavy. I don't know what to do with my it, life. Okay. I, I was going to make a pun and say that my beef is feedlots... Because cows are lovely and we treat them like shit. So, like, come on. That is such a good... Cows are, like, part of the theme of our show. I don't know if you know that. So you're, like... I did like, not know that. People are going to be like, very pleased with this answer. But, um, so my, my, my other beef is going to be... And I wish I had an easier, less academic-y word for it. But fatalism and just, like, the belief that we can't change things. Because I look at our world and I look at the way people think about and talk about climate change and racism and homophobia and sexism and just think it's too big and think that we can't do anything. And if you think it's too big and you think that we can't do anything, congratulations, your prophecy will come true, right? But if we think about our world, I mean, capitalism has only been here for 500 years. The vast majority of human history was living under a non-capitalist system. Climate change has only really been an issue and impacting us within the last hundred years. Um, And 
we have the power to change things. Um, there is a world that existed before we are today where things were better. I mean, if you look back to 300 years ago, most cities didn't have police forces. Or if they did, they were tiny. They had five people. The police is a new concept. Guys, It's yeah. it, if you didn't know that, y'all, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> the police are brand new. What are we doing? <laughs> this, this world that we live in was created by people, and people have the power to uncreate it and to create something better and create something new. And so my beef is fatalism because when you're looking at no matter what issue it is, it's so easy to be to despair, to feel like there's nothing you can do. But I implore you, please think about what you can do because we have the power to change the world. And the only way the world is going to change is if we do it collectively. You don't you alone don't have to solve capitalism. Um, <laughs> you alone juice... must solve capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Um, if Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk are li- listening, they might actually have the resources to make that happen. That's true. And so if you are listening, you alone need to solve capitalism. It is your job, I command you. Imagine um, if they were listening. This would be such a bizarre thing for them to listen. Honestly, like fuck I you guys, like leave. <laughs> like Get out of here. What are you give doing? Me, give me all of your money because I don't trust yeah. you to deal with your own money yourself because you spend it yeah. on weird things. And then yeah. leave. <laughs> um, my juice for this week is mango. I think it's a pretty good juice. Mm. Um, but like, I have this thing where any soda, any juice is inherently too sweet for me. Thanks, autism. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> it goes longer because I put a third water and then it just like... You know, I ration it out. It's awesome. Um, I mean, cheaper that way. It is cheaper. It's fabulous. Um, That just makes me think about how I always water down my lemonade. What does that mean about me? Lemonade. I mean, Sarah, we all know that you have some stuff going on that is undiagnosed. So I am not in a position to formally diagnose you based on your preferred sweetness of lemonade. Um, <laughs> Basil, first of all, we need you to t- we need you to tell us what religion Ace Week is, and second of all, oh, <laughs> diagnose Sarah. Wow, I cannot tell you what religion no problem. What religion Ace Week is. Um, Rip. If it was a religion, it would be a non-organized one because oof. that's true. Um, my true. actual Fair. juice this week, other than mango, I don't have any mango juice in my fridge. Um, my actual juice this week is Ace Week. I mean, Ace Week is fabulous. I love Ace Week. Part of me hates it because it's like the most stressful month of my life, October. Um, but I'm so excited to see. This what week is I'm the so... most stressful month of my life. <laughs> yes, yes. No, it's true. I'm so excited to see what people come out with. Um, I'm looking at in the Indian Aces are ho- hosting their the world's first um, asexuality Asia conference. Ooh. And they have a fabulous schedule. Um, Indian Aces are doing amazing work. Um, Aussie Ace Week, I'm thrilled about. Um, I'm thrilled, especially because they let us fill out our our events calendar with so many events. It looks like so many things are happening, because they are. Um, but every Ace Week, there's new media that comes out, new newspaper articles, new projects. This is the week that everyone announces everything. Uh, so I'm so excited to see what people have been working on. And to just, like, celebrate and enjoy people's passions and accomplishments. Because I think we deserve to be celebrated for the work that we do. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm definitely excited. I know, like, 
us and I think like our other internet friends, this is like the one time of year that publications want to talk to us. Mm-hmm. So I I am very excited to see all of that stuff come up, and I am hoping that the headlines are not shitty and that people write them good, so that we don't have to yell at anyone. No garbage headlines, twenty twenty one. Yes. I got an interview request from some like right wing podcast. I'm like, oh, God, thank oh you. boy, not here oh, for it. Yikes. Anyway, if you're listening, <laughs> you're gonna do, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, I think that is a that is a lovely place to leave it though. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Basil. Sorry for putting you on the spot about the religion of Ace Week. I'm sorry, that one's on me. <laughs> that one's on me. Um, <laughs> um, no, but it was it was so wonderful to have you on and hear your perspectives. And I hope everyone uh, gets involved with Ace Week in whatever way uh, is best for you, dear listener. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right. Basil, where can the people of the internet find you slash your organization slash just in general? What is mm. there? What do you want to promote? Anything? I mean, if you're listening to The concept to this, of touching grass. Grass is a great <laughs> thing to touch. Oh, my God. As it a is. child, <laughs> the years I had spent just playing with picking grass oh what a delight it's good stuff um, <laughs> thrilling thrilling and people say autism can't be joyful i mean come on pick some grass it's great um pick grass <laughs> um so my wow what was the... okay i know the question okay <laughs> if you're listening to this you've heard of Week, so i'm thrilled for you um i would encourage you to visit our website aceweek.org Pretty simple. You can also probably search Ace Week on Google or your favorite uh, internet search browser, and <laughs> and you'll, it'll come up. Um, at the top of the Ace Week website, there's a little place where you can put in your email, and when you do that, we're gonna send you every day of Ace Week events that are happening that day. Um, we'll tell you some cool things that we're seeing in the media and, and what have you. So that'll just plug right into your email inbox. If you don't check your email inbox, like I'm with you. Holy, that stuff gets cluttered. Um, you can look at our events calendar, which is fantastic. There's so many great things happening. Um, Wednesday is Disabled Ace Awareness Day, which is thrilling for the first year, um, being hosted and organized by Courtney Lane. I'm helping out where I can, but like, oh, so much work. Um, but I'm really excited about that. And check out the Ace Week Twitter as well, because again, we're going to be having whole bunch of different community members doing uh, takeovers and talking about the issues that are important to them. I have no idea what they're going to talk about, but I'm really excited to read it. Um, As far as where you can find me personally, um, you can't very easily. I don't have much of an internet presence, (laughs) so which is fine. I don't need to be a celebrity. I don't want to be a celebrity. I mean, Um, if if you want to exist just as like a a spirit in the ether and you want to tell the people there's nowhere you can find me, that is also an acceptable answer. Mm -hmm. If you want to get in touch with me, um, go to either the Ace Week contact form or go to the contact form on our organization's website at asexualoutreach.org. And that will go to my email inbox because I do answer most of our emails still. So if you want to get in touch, go through one of my projects. <laughs> not my projects. It's a collective thing. I, I alone Power. do not run Ace Week. Holy, it's a whole team. But uh, <laughs> That would be impressive. That'd be. Yeah. I, I, I would say you need more than November off if that was the case. 
Well, I mean, like, okay, 75%, maybe 80. But, uh, not all of it. <laughs> Basil's doing Basil's doing the Lord's work slash the non-denominational. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there is no Lord's work that I personally am doing, but I am certainly doing work. Um, You're doing work. And, and certainly credit to my team because, like, I definitely put in a ton of hours, but I rely on the expertise and the experience and the passion and the dedication of a whole team of volunteers, a whole our whole board, and just like community members that that help out where they can. So it's not. I agree. Not, this is not the Basil show. Well, I I I agree, but I also think you're doing great, Basil. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I try my best. Ten points to Basil for existing. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. We also have Patreon, patreon.com slash soundspakepod. You missed. Uh, what? You're supposed to say you can find us on oh, the social thing, and hacker. then you say we also. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens. You can find them on the social thing at <laughs> patreon.com slash soundspakepod. Hey, guys, and... you can find us on the social thing <laughs> at soundspakepod. Tell us about your beef, your juice, your plans for Ace Week, your love for Basil, and all they do for Ace Week. Uh... Once again, that's at Sounds Big Pod. We also have a social... Nope. What? Hello? We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sounds Pod. Kicking it to Sarah from the future to read to those patrons. Hey, it's Sarah from the future with special guest Kayla from the future. Special guest also me from the future. That's so true. So true, bestie. Um, <laughs> our $5 patrons who are promoting something this week. Nope, they don't promote anything. Our $5 patrons who are getting a shout out this week are Eliana Curry, Green underscore Sarah, Frank Cardenas, JR, and George Anchors. Thank you. What I'm promoting for you is your wonderfulness. Our $10 patrons who are promoting something mm. this week are my aunt genie who would like to promote christopher's haven Cass, who would like to promote the best of luck on the journey to self-identification and doug rice who would like to promote church two by emily joy our other uh ten dollar patrons are arcanist benjamin abara anonymous hfld barefoot backpacker the steve rek maddie Derek, and carissa kadir potato changeling mx david j the stubby tech simona simon rosie costello who recently won pet of the week again at my sister's place of employment incredible job rosie <laughs> hector Murillo, jay and david nurse also uh we were on barefoot backpackers podcast and in the time between recording yesterday and now it has come out true <laughs> go check it out <laughs> Um, our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, Nathaniel Do It, com. my mom Julie, who'd like to promote Free Mom Hug, Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Lolly Everywhere, Martin Giselle, who'd like to promote his podcast, Everyone's Special, and no one is Layla, who'd like to promote Love is Love. Don't slack me while I'm doing the patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Layla, who would like to promote Love is Love, also flying to Arrow People, Shrepper, who would like to promote the planet Earth, Sharonda J. Brown, who would like to promote Sharonda J. Brown being the best. No, that's me promoting that, but you know. Maggie Capalpo, who would like to promote their dogs, Minnie, Leia, and Loki. Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast. Click for Caroline, who would like to promote... Uh, I still... My doc still says I'm cry. I really need to write Dear Luke Love Me so that I don't... Yeah. J- yeah. Live. Live. I'm writing Dear Luke Love Me. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote Sarah writing Dear Luke Love Me in the doc. Um, our $20 patrons are Sarah T, who would like to promote Long Walks Outside, and Hum Hum of Spades, who would like to promote getting enough vitamin D. Yeah, that's it. Anything to say for yourself? Goodbye. Kicking it back to the past. Oh, look, we're it's back. It's Sarah from the past again. Um, 
Thank you for listening. That was thrilling. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> a really it's a fun it's a fun time. Um, right. <laughs> uh, thank you again so much, Basil, for joining us and for everything you do with Asexual Outreach and Ace Week. I hope you have a successful, restful, like very few, like alarms like five fire alarms what what's what's what are people you know we're what trying to five fire i don't like i'm to, not sure like fires to put out yes what, okay. what there's like different you know what we're moving on we're good okay cool. okay i hope you yeah, have a good I... week basil <laughs> thank you very kind um uh wow where am i what am i doing who am i what's going on um thanks for listening Whoa. <laughs> Oh my god. Are you still uh, plugged in? I am still plugged in. There's a light in. on, so... Sorry for the Something's chaos up. in the past literal 30 seconds of this podcast. <laughs> oh, just Thanks. clip it out and copy from last week. You'll oh yeah. Sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows. <laughs>